Hey guys, welcome back to my podcast. This is your host, Miss Alice Inspires, and you are tuning into Christian Millennials Chat. You don't have to be rich to achieve your potential. I stand here knowing that my story is part of the larger American story, that I owe a debt to all of those who came before me, and that in no other country on earth is my story even possible. Possible. Cast your burden on the Lord, and he will sustain you. He will never permit the righteous to be moved. Hey guys, I am back. Um, So this week, I'm super excited. I finally got my voice back. I might have a little cough here and there, so I apologize in advance. But I definitely want to get back to you guys because y'all have been in my DMs talking about where is my episode. Here you go, sis. It is here, finally. So I wanted to talk to us about trusting God in the silence, right? Because a lot of us have been praying to God, asking God for things for years. We walked into 2020 with a promise and some declarations that this was going to be the year that God is going to come through for us. This was going to be the year that we saw financial breakthroughs. This was going to be the year that God sent our husbands. This is going to be the year where we get a promotion on our jobs. This is going to be the year where we see our family members saved. This is going to be the year for so many things. And we are praying, we're asking God for jobs. We're asking God for health. We're asking God for so many things and it just doesn't seem like it's coming. It just doesn't seem like he's hearing us. It just doesn't seem like things are getting better. Matter of fact, if we look at the situation, things seem to be getting worse. And we look at life because everybody else around us is getting the things that we've been praying for. They're getting blessed. They're having children. They have a husband. They're getting engaged. They're doing all of these things. And here we are. And we just feel like, God, I'm serving you. I'm being honest. I am not cheating my brother or my sister. I am helping those who are in need. I'm doing what your word says. And I am stuck in this place. And I wanted to encourage you that even in the wait that God is doing something, And so this week in Bible study, the Lord has kind of just had me looking at the life of Hannah. And if we go to 1 Samuel, we see that Hannah is at dinner and year after year, her husband um, has children with this lady named um, Paniah. And Paniah gives birth to many children and Hannah can't have any. And Paniah kind of taunts her like, ha ha ha, I can have children. You can't. And Hannah gets to a point where she's like, God, I'm not asking you for 100 sons. I'm not asking you for 50 sons. I'm not asking you for even 20 sons. I'm asking you for a child. God, that's my heart's desire. I only want one thing in life, and that is to have a child, God. I want what would bring me peace. I want what would bring me satisfaction, but ultimately you glory, God. And so she gets to a point where she is 
saying to the Lord at dinner and they're looking at her because they think she's drunk. God, bless me. Look on my misery. Look on me. I'm like, I'm tired. Not only am I tired of coming to this same place and not getting results, but I'm tired of my enemies laughing at me. I'm tired of not being able to give my husband the very thing that he wants. I'm tired of having um, the ability to produce, but not producing anything. God, it doesn't make sense. And so Hannah says this prayer to the Lord and she just says, Lord, look upon my misery and remember me and don't forget your servant, but give me a son and I'll give it back to the Lord. And so she's saying that God, the very thing that I'm asking for, when you give it to me, I'm not going to hold it, but I'm going to make it a blessing to your kingdom. And the man of God is looking at her like, girl, what is going on with you? Are you drunk? Like, have you had so much liquor um, now? What is going on? And she says, no, I'm praying to the Lord that he would answer my biggest heart's cry. And that the grief that I feel, this empty spot that I feel, feel that the Lord would fill it. And so he says to her, it's granted to you. And the next morning she wakes up and she worships. And that's the thing, right? We go through things in life. We are going through pain. We feel like we're stuck. We don't understand life. And the Lord is saying to us to worship. And I just wanted to share this encouragement with you. I was speaking to somebody the other day and I was sharing my testimony with them. And I was talking about the loss of my best friend. And I was sharing how I was in this place where the only peace that I found was in the presence of God. And sometimes when we are going through something and we feel like the Lord is silent, that is the time that God is requiring us to get on our knees and to worship him. Despite not being able to see our way out of a situation, despite not hearing his voice, God is saying, will you worship me over the very thing that you want? Will you trust me over the very thing that you want? Will you honor me even when things do not go your way in life? And I remember losing my best friend and saying to God that I'm not going to stop worshiping you. I'm not going to stop trusting you. Even though I prayed that you would spare his life, I had a David moment where I had to say, I'm going to get up, wash my face, attend this funeral, and I'm going to worship my way through the pain. And so I can't tell you how many days in and days out I would sit in bed and I would put on YouTube and I would look for real worshipers and I would put them on and I would just say, God, give me the ability to worship again. And so I spent time with the Lord and we see that Hannah spent time with the Lord and in the presence of God, there is deliverance, but there is also your answer. And so I believe that because Hannah worshiped and because she woke up that next morning and said, despite not having what I want from God, I'm going to still enter into his presence. The Lord remembered her. The Lord saw that she honored him even in the midst of him being quiet, even in the midst of him not answering. Because what we don't understand is that behind the scenes, even when we don't see it, that the Lord is working. That even when we don't understand why we are going through the very thing we're going through, the Lord is working. And so no, you don't get to sit down and wallow in what 
everyone is saying. You don't get to sit and have the enemy play tricks with your mind. You don't get to do that. Your job, your assignment in this season is that if you are waiting, your job is to worship while you wait. Because there is a breakthrough that comes when you worship. <coughs> Excuse me. And so trust in the Lord with all your heart. Because what I'm telling you is that as a living witness to the power of what worship does, when you worship, you get your mind back. When you worship, you get your peace back. When you worship, you get your identity back. You start to understand and remember who you are and who you, whose you are, right? Because worship reminds me that my situations will never be bigger than the God that I serve. That no matter what I'm facing, this giant that seems so big, when I get into the presence of God, I figure out how, how minute that giant is. I realize that that giant cannot overtake me. It cannot defeat me because I am a child of the king. And because I am a child of the king, even though God is silent in this moment, I know that because of my journey with him, how he has brought me out countless times, how he has delivered me countless times, I know that he can do the very thing I'm praying about. And so she stood up. She arose the next morning. She got into her rightful position. And that is our job. Though we do not see the promise of God, we have to stand. We have to get up and have confidence in the God that we serve, that he is going to deliver us no matter what the situation looks like. And so because of her attitude, because of the position that she took within herself and within her heart, and because her heart was pure, and because she trusted God over the lies of the enemy, over the taunting of her enemy, God blessed her. And she gave, not only did she become pregnant, because there are a lot of us who become pregnant and then miscarry with the very thing God has given us. She became pregnant and she gave birth. And I just believe that while the Lord is being silent, that he is birthing some things inside of us and he is going to deliver them out of us. And she named the boy Samuel because I asked the Lord for him. And see, what we didn't understand is that God is delivering a promise. And so when we get that promise, though, we can't be selfish with it. We have to be able to give it back to God because he wants to be able to deliver the world. He wants to be able to use the very thing that we prayed for. So that others can see that our God is faithful, that our God is still able to move mountains, that our God is able to perform even in silence. And so I want to encourage you, do not give up. I know it feels hard. I know it feels like, God, what is going on? But our God is faithful. Listen, I remember going through the whole experience of losing my best friend and I look back on it now and if it had not been for God, if it had not been for those moments where I was in my room worshiping, crying, and I remember saying to God, use this very thing for your glory. Yes, it hurts God. Yes, I don't understand why I have to go through this. But God, I will tell you one thing. If you bring me through this, 
when you bring me through this, because I know you will, I am going to make sure that you get the glory out of it. And I can't tell you how many schools that I've gone into. I can't tell you how many people I've stood in front of sharing my very testimony of how faithful our God is. And I can't tell you how many DMs I have gotten because of my story and people saying I wanted to give up. I wanted to commit suicide. But because I heard your story, I continued. I can't tell you how many people I have met who were going through loss, who were going through grief, and I'm able to speak life into them because I've been in their shoes. And so the very thing that brings you pain, the very thing you feel like, God, you're silent, the very thing that you think God cannot use, he is saying that is going to be the place where I birth out your gift. And so be encouraged. Do not give up because I'm telling you, our God is faithful. Just as you hear my voice today, I'm telling you there was a time where the enemy tried to silence me because of everything I was going through. But I had to choose to not be silent. I had to choose to lift up my voice. I had to choose to make a decision to sing a song to the Lord, even in the midst of pain. And so you will too. You will not be defeated. You will not be overwhelmed. The enemy can't overtake you because you are a child of the most high God. And so y'all know, I tell y'all, this is not a traditional podcast. And I just feel like the Lord is saying to pray. So I am going to pray for us. So Father God, I thank you for who you are. I thank you for your grace. I thank you that your grace is sufficient for us. I thank you that you have not forgotten about us. I thank you that there is a call, that there is an assignment on our lives. And Father God, I'm asking that you would birth it out of us in this season. I pray that you would not withhold anything good from your children, God. But I thank you that you are releasing the very promise, the very thing that they have been crying about, the very thing that the enemy has tried to taunt them with, God. I'm asking that you release, Lord God, your favor, that you release, Lord God, your grace, that you release, Lord God, strategy from heaven to be able to deliver this thing, God. Holy Spirit, I'm asking that you would be the midwife while they are birthing out this very thing, God. So I'm asking that you surround them, Lord God, with your angels. Father God, protect their minds. I pray that where the enemy has tried to play tricks on their minds and tried to keep them bound and tried to keep them silent, where he's tried to keep them locked up in a box. Father God, I'm asking right now that you would remind them of who they are in you, that you would remind them that they are conquerors in you, that you would remind them that you have never lost a battle, that you would remind them, Lord God, that they are sons and daughters of the Most High, and because you sit on the throne, that they cannot lose. And so, Father God, I thank you that we know our identity in you, and I pray that as we know our identity in you, Father God, that when you give us our Samuel, Father God, I pray that we would not hold it back from you. But Father God, I ask that we would surrender it at your altar. And I pray that as we surrender that very thing in your presence, God, I thank you that it is going to be a blessing to this nation. So I thank you that even in the silence, Lord God, that we would worship. 
I thank you that even in the silence, Lord God, that we would trust you. I thank you that in the silence that we would still live as holy living sacrifices unto you, God. I pray that in the silence, Lord God, that we would still operate, God, in the way that you called us to. So bless your people, God. Keep your people, Lord. I pray a blessing until next week, God. I pray that you'd continue to keep their families. I thank you that you'd continue to keep the people around them, God. But I thank you, Lord, for what you've done in them and what you will do through them. So, God, we thank you for this podcast. We thank you that you would continue to have your way and that you are speaking to your children in the name of Jesus. Amen. So guys, that ends this week's podcast episode. I pray that it is a blessing to you. I pray that you have gotten what you needed for the week. And just understand that as Christian millennials, we have been chosen by God and he has a special call on our lives. And if you don't know who God is, I pray that through this podcast that you would accept the Lord Jesus Christ as your Lord and Savior because there's nothing like being a Christian. When this world is super crazy right now, I can tell you that it is my faith that keeps me anchored. It is my faith that keeps me trusting in God. It is my faith that has kept me sane. And so if you don't know God, please get to know him because there's nobody like him on this world. Like he is super dope. I can't tell you like that is my my everything. Like I live to love God because he is so amazing when I tell you if I had the time to tell you all the things that I have been through and all the things that he has kept me from, how he has kept my mind, I can't even testify the way I want to on this podcast because we don't have that much time, y'all. But God is good. God is faithful. And I just pray that you would continue to be blessed. And so that is the end of the episode because y'all know a girl can talk. But enjoy your Thursday. And I just pray that this blesses you. All right. Bye, y'all.